Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of NCMMA Radio. This is your host, Tyson Roush. You can follow the show, ncmmaradio.com, also on Instagram and Twitter, ncmma underscore radio. Also, check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com. This episode, we got an interview with a very exciting fighter. It's Ryan Cafaro, CFFC 66, Atlantic City, New Jersey, at Brigada, August 5th. And Ryan is a very talented kid. He's overcome a serious injury, and it, this fight can be a lot of fun to watch. So here is our interview with Ryan. All right, we're talking to Ryan Cafaro, CFFC 66, Borgata Atlantic City. Ryan, this is Tyson. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, dude, thank you, man, because I know you're busy you're wrapping up camp. And, and speaking about camp, how's it going, man? you got about a week left. Yeah, I mean uh... – you know, knock on wood, everything made it out of the camp safe and sound. No, no injuries or anything like that. Um, I would have to say this is the best camp I've ever had in terms of, uh, you know, focusing on me and focusing on, you know, my own goals instead of, you know, training a bunch of other fighters in the middle of my own camp. Um, I've been, you know, just just really blessed to be around the uh, the sparring partners and the elite level athletes that I am on a, on a regular basis. So. Now, have you changed your training at all? Because you see a lot of fighters now just due to the concerns with injuries. Have you changed your sparring patterns at all? Um, a little bit. Uh, I used to do two small glove days where I would spar with little gloves, and now I do one little glove day, one big glove day. But um, the, the sparring this camp was actually rougher than a lot of other camps I've had. Uh, I had uh, my, my two main sparring partners were uh, the – the co-main event of the evening, Ricky Bandeas. Um, we've been sparring together for the past two or three camps. And this camp, we were each other's main sparring partners because we had, you know, similar builds and could mimic our our uh, our opponents for each other. So we had an excellent camp together. And then uh, my other my other sparring partner is this uh, this amateur stud coming up from Philadelphia. This kid named Eugene Aubrey, and uh, I put in a lot of work with him as well. And um, you know, both of those guys are such elite level fighters that you know you either you either get hurt sparring them or you get better. And I had no choice. I had to get better. So, you know. Yeah, it's never, it's never a bad thing going against guys that may be a little bit better than yourself. And, you know, speaking of training, do you watch a lot of film on yourself and your opponent? Um, I try to let my, I try to let my coaches do the, the film stuff. You know, I, uh, I don't like getting worked up over that. And then also it's, it's like, you know, if I'm, if I'm improving, I'm bringing stuff that's not on film to the cage. So why wouldn't I expect my opponent to, to, to do the same thing? So, I mean, we'll look for a couple habits or something like that, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to base everything he does based on what I've seen on tape. Okay. And how do you, how do you try to schedule out your training? You see some guys, they do you know, a ton of strength conditioning, a ton of cardio, and they try to work in like boxing, but they focus on wrestling. 
do you try to keep everything well-rounded or do you focus on certain things? Um, well, I work with uh, my strength and conditioning coach, Rich Polar. Uh, he has been training Eddie Alvarez for like 10 years. I've been working with him for like six or seven years. Um, I train strength and conditioning with him three days a week. A lot of times we do like circuit training, a lot of fight mimicking, and that style of intensity as opposed to, you know, bench squat deadlift sort of deal. Um, but, I, you know, I do that, and then a lot of my stuff is organized by my uh, my striking coaches, Aaron Meisner and Eugene Hart, both of them based out of Philadelphia. And uh, I, I work with them extensively, and they set up a lot of my training, a lot of my sparring, a lot of my pad work. Um, but for the most part, the, the things that are set in stone are like I spar Tuesdays and I spar Saturdays at Catone's and then my strength and conditioning is set in stone, and then my pad work in the mornings, most days during the week are set in stone as well. And then everything else I sort of supplement, like running and stretching and, you know, yoga, all that stuff. Okay, and you mentioned earlier, you know, you train fighters, and you're a phenomenal trainer. I mean, I watch you hold pads and work with some of these elite-level fighters. Do you try to pick up things from them while you're training them? Oh, absolutely. Um, I've, I've, you know, borrowed a lot of techniques from Marlon Marais, um, Eddie Alvarez has shown me a bunch of like neat little tricks. Same thing with Frankie Edgar. Um, and uh, you know, I've been holding and training Paul Felder for a very, very long time, and I, I feel like he's had a very large uh, influence in my game in terms of you know being unafraid of strikes. You know, to to not take shots, but certainly if you know somebody dishes something out, you walk them down and you make a pay for it. So I've uh, I've I feel like I've taken a lot from a lot of these high-level fighters that have helped evolve me as a fighter, even by just training these guys. I feel like I, I get better every day. So even when I'm not training, I'm getting better. Yeah, and working with these high-level fighters, I think one of the most impressive things watching you guys, like watching Mark Henry, is these guys are you know the best in the world, but there seems to be no egos and no attitudes where it's very like a family environment. Everybody helps each other. Is that something that you notice as well and that impresses you about, like, the Iron Army group and Eddie and Paul? Yeah, the amount of support has been incredible. Uh, I got Marlon Marias ready for his last fight, and uh, right after he fought, as soon as he came back from Brazil, he texted me, and he was like, I'm back, let's get you ready for your fight. So for, for him to do that for me has been tremendous. Uh, you know, Paul just got back from his fight in Milwaukee, and then, you know, he, he's been hitting me up to help me train all week and to help me prepare. Um you know, and, and then just like, you know, like little things like Frankie Edgar helps me out with, you know, making sure I'm finding like the right connections for sponsorships and all this other stuff. So it's just been a, a really supportive group of people. And, and no, you know, I mean, if you if you've been there in person, you know that nobody on the in the Iron Army, nobody on the East Coast really is that much is an asshole or anything, because, you know, everybody out here is blue collar. We all bust our asses and you have to respect that. Yeah, like I said, it's one of the most impressive things, man, to sit watch like the pro sparring on a Saturday at Nick Catone's. And it's, like I said, the best of the best. And they all help each other. When they're done doing their rounds, they're coaching the next guy. And it's just, it's remarkable. Now, um, are there fighters that you like to watch just in general when you're you know sitting home watching UFC or Pride or Glory or whatever? Are there fighters that you like to watch? Oh, absolutely. Um, in, uh, in kickboxing, I'm a huge fan of a, uh, of a, a Moroccan kickboxer named uh, Ilyas Belade and he's been uh, he's been killing it on the uh the K1 style and Muay Thai circuit recently. Um uh style bender Israel Adesanya, he's nasty as well. Um I mean of, of course 
I'm trying to mention people that aren't obviously affiliated with me or, you know, the guys in the Iron Army and Paul Felder and those guys because, you know, if I watch those guys and then they hear this interview, they're going to be like, take it easy, Ryan. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, so I, I definitely watch a lot of, uh, like, uh, I'm a big fan of Vasil Lomachenko in boxing, um, uh, Guillermo Rigandau. Um, yeah, I, I just, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of, of all these different martial arts and, and there's just so much to learn that you you could really just sit at a computer all day and just just watch and improve just by watching. So. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. You can go on YouTube all day for hours every day and just learn something from somebody, which is which is awesome for young fighters or even veteran fighters. Now, what's your take on Mayweather McGregor, man? Do you think it's just a huge money grab for these guys, or is McGregor uh, actually going to do some work? It's a spectacle. Um, I'm going to treat it as a spectacle. I look forward to watching a fun event, and we'll leave it at that because I'm sick of talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. I, I definitely agree with that. And, and the other thing, too, is, you know, you know, looking at your career, man, you've overcome some huge obstacles in terms of just overcoming injuries where they were very, very serious. How did you get through that, and what, what was, like, your, your driving factor to get back into the fight game? Um, I wasn't done. I just wasn't done. And, uh, I, you know, I've had goals and uh, as being one of the best fighters or being the best fighter in the world. As, you know, as cliche as it sounds, everybody says I'm going to be the best fighter in the world, but, you know, I really want to be. So, you know, I suffered a, a neck injury that was pretty serious, and doctors told me I should stop, and I said, I'm not done. I'm not stopping. So, you know, I just uh, – I think a lot of that stuff is mental, as uh, as as dumb as that sounds sometimes, but – but sometimes you gotta you gotta think outside of the box. When when one doctor says you know you're done, I'll go find another one that says I'm not done. And then you know I work with people that think outside of the box. If if a doctor just sees regular patients all day and then sees me, he's gonna tell he's gonna base his expectations on the regular people he sees. I'm not a regular person. I don't recover the way a regular person recovers. I don't live the way a regular person does. I don't train the way a regular person does. You know, everything I do is different, so I should be treated differently, especially in, in terms of the, the medical world and, and what you can expect from me in terms of recovery, in terms of diligence of working recovery and physical therapy. And You know, I mean, I, I based half of my recovery from the injury on nutrition. I started, you know, dieting immediately the second I was diagnosed with this injury. I'm in the middle of, you know, I just finished a grueling, you know, eight-week flight camp where I had, you know, multiple opponents pull out on me. Uh, last year in October, and then I, you know, I suffer an injury, and then all I want to do is eat garbage. But I don't care. I, you know, I, fighting to me means more than you know just eating some, some stupid ice cream. So I, you know, I went right back into dieting so I could make sure my body could reduce inflammation and recover from this uh, catastrophic injury faster. And you know, here I am, about um, less than a year later, ready to rumble again. Yeah, it's impressive, man. And I give you so much credit and so much respect for what you overcome, your drive, and, and just is getting through it. And like you said, here you are a week away from another great fight and, you know, Atlantic city, Brigada. Um, you know, the one thing we see, especially in Nicotones is a lot of kids coming in, man, especially with the emergence, how popular UFC is now. And so many kids want to be the next Frank Yeager. They want to get in there and they want to fight and they want to do all these things. Do you have a message for young students as they get involved in the sport? Turn your ass off. That's, that's all there really is to it. Um, you'll get beat up. You will get submitted every single day. You will get rocked plenty of times. I mean, don't, you know, don't suffer catastrophic brain damage, but, you know, get better and just continue to, to take lessons away from every day. You'll be the nail for a long time before you're the hammer. Um, 
And if you can, you can accept that and just continue getting better and improving, you know, there's the, the sky's the limit as long as you stay a student. So, you know, stay a student, learn from everybody. There's, there's something you can learn from everybody. That's an excellent message, man. That's an excellent, that's really, you know, we've been doing this a while. That's an excellent message because you see it every day, like especially the iron army, those guys, like I said, the best fighters in the world, and they're always learning something from somebody. So that, that's, that's a really cool message. And last but not least is, do you have a message for your, your fans, your friends, your family, and, and your sponsors? Um, yes, I, I have, you know, a lot of people supporting me, uh, you know, the, the gyms that I train at, uh, you know, Nicotone MMA, um, Nicotone has, you know, been, been such an, a nice person and he's one of the, the, the best people I know and to, to train with him and under him and around him is just a, you know, not many people have, but should, should experience in life. Um, you know, all my, all my sponsors, um, you know, Aaron Coyle Massage, uh, JR's, uh, Barngold Seaside Heights, um, uh, all, all my, all the other gyms that I train at McHugh Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Royal Striking, my boxing coach, Eugene Hart, um, uh, hell, even my opponent, Adley Edwards, thank you for not pulling out. Uh, my last fight, I had four people pull out, and this dude seems he seems game. So I hope I didn't just jinx myself, but, you know, knock on wood, we got a week to go. Please don't pull out. Uh, I need you. So, um, but that's it. And, you know, thank you to everybody who supports me. I'm going out there putting on my best performance yet. Well, Ryan, first of all, best of luck. Uh, you know, on behalf of Nick and myself, thank you for your time. And it's it's impressive watching you train, man. You really do work your ass off. So, Best of luck. Thanks for your time, and we'll see you August 5th. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, that was Ryan Cafaro, and this kid's exciting, man. He trains he trains his heart out. He puts everything into it, and he's worked with some of the best fighters in the world. So can't wait to see him fight. CFFC 66, Forgot Atlantic City. And as always, you can follow the show, ncmmaradio.com, and check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com. And we'll talk to you next time.